Keep it crispy. Welcome to the Geek Generation episode 134. I'm Rob Logan. Mikey Arsenault is in <laughs> studio on Necessary Pause. What is up? How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm trying to be like overly energetic today. <laughs> I'm glad you are because I'm I'm hurting. Yeah. Yep. Hurting for certain. Yeah. I'm going to make stupid jokes all show. How about that? All right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm actually feeling energetic today despite the heat that we talked about last week because it's the same day for us <laughs> time travel it's been like five minutes yep. <laughs> right into the next one bang them out you're not leaving until we have five done i'm a slave master anyway <laughs> speaking of some things we've been doing recently a couple weeks ago and it's been a while since i've had the opportunity to talk about this i went to go see greg fitzsimmons yes in boston yep and you guys didn't want to come with no. me. I'm, I'm surprised. You he, said his uh, humor wasn't really your style, and I was kind of surprised. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll watch him if he's on TV, but yep. it didn't really get me to go see him live. I think you would have been pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I really do. Because I he has kind of that biting personality at times, especially on his podcast. But his stand-up is a whole other animal, too. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I really I enjoyed the show. Uh, I actually exchanged some emails with him before the show because I was trying to get him on this show, which he had said was a possibility. Mm-hmm. He didn't say it was impossible. Uh, but the problem was that he was having a lot of issues with his voice. And I knew he wasn't just bullshitting me either because I had listened to one of his podcasts before I had emailed him. Uh, he had a show that he did with Bobby Lee from Mad TV that he put up, but he did the intro. The show itself was older. He did just the intro. Uh, so and he put purposely put up one that he recorded already because his voice was so bad, and he was just he sounded horrible. Like he wasn't even sure he was going to really be able to do the comedy shows. Oh wow! So the show went well, uh, and I talked to him. I actually talked to him for a little bit afterwards, and he's super nice guy, really cool guy. And uh, we might set something up for the future. So, cool. yeah, so it was cool to just chat with them. And I'm a fan. So I was happy about that. <laughs> I liked it. But it was also a weird night, too, because it was the same week of the Boston Massacre. Boston Massacre. I'm going back into history. The, sorry, the Boston Massacre 2. <laughs> the Boston Marathon bombing. It's the sequel to the original. Not good, not as good as the first. No, no. Should I, should, no too soon for too a lot soon. of these. Way too soon yeah. for a lot of these. Yeah, this is not right. Uh, but the Boston Marathon bombings were that Monday, and the comedy show was on Thursday. I'm surprised they didn't cancel the show. Honestly, yeah, they were canceling I was a sure. lot of sporting events. They were. Well, what I guess was happening was they they did cancel a lot of stuff, but then it all started coming back. But Thursday night was when the MIT shooting happened. We had no idea that it took place. 
because Matt the Medic went with me, who you guys haven't heard of on the show in a long time. <laughs> but uh, we went to the show, and then we were leaving Boston around like 1030, and they shut down the city at 11. So we, as we were leaving, all these cop cars were coming in. We had no idea why. And then we found out later that it was because of the MIT shooting, which was pretty crazy. And Greg actually had to cancel his Friday night show because that's when the city was in lockdown. And then he did his Saturday before he went back to L.A. But damn, that was craziness. But the comedy show was fun. That's I good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't want to talk too much about the Boston Marathon thing because, you know, that's well, not what we're here for. Yeah. Besides, it's been on the news ever right. since. It's overdone yep. at this point. Uh, but we do have things we are going to talk about, like our geek outs and freak outs. Okay. So let's start off with our geek outs. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Sorry. Leaving it. Leaving it. I figured I'd help out. People won't hear the delay because I'll edit out the little delay before it. But for some reason, my remote was not remotely playing the yay. And then <laughs> out of nowhere, <laughs> as if he knew it was coming, Mikey did his own and it played... You guys heard it, so that's that, that was fucking great. That cannot be replicated. That might be the future sound forever. I'll pull that from this episode and use it over and over. <laughs> All right. So what are you geeking out over, Mikey? Uh, this is something that's been going on. I can't remember when it started, but it's the 2013 AMA Supercross series. Mm-hmm. It just wrapped up. I've been into dirt bikes ever since I was a little kid. Yeah. Always followed it. And I know this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I've never owned a street bike myself, but I've owned multiple dirt bikes, mm-hmm. but, oh my God, this season was just absolutely incredible. It just ended, well, for me, it was last weekend in Vegas Okay, and just completely unbelievable series. Um, each race, it's a point series. So, I mean, you could have a bad race, still win it in the end. And basically for all three classes, it all came bait. Well, not the four fifties, but the 250s, it came down to the final race. Unbelievable. Hmm. So great. So that was one of my uh, geek outs. And then I'm also geeking out about the uh, motocross outdoor season, which starts next weekend. But then as far as TV shows or video games, uh, I'm really liking that Defiance show. Uh, yeah, the sci- um, the sci-fi. Yeah, yeah the yeah. sci-fi series. Yeah. I haven't played the video game or I haven't seen any of the trailers for it either. Yep. But so far, the TV show is definitely capturing my attention. Hmm. Now, for people that don't know, again, Defiance is a new show on sci-fi. Started, I don't know, a couple weeks ago? Yeah, maybe a month. Yeah, it, right now it's been three shows. This following Monday, it'll, it'll be a month. Yep. And it released along with a video game of the same name. Yep. That and takes they, place in the same universe? or with the, Do you know the, the correlation? They are supposedly they tie together. Okay. I, I don't know how, but they do. Hmm. I'm interested. Yeah, I like it. It's, um, you know, the premise of the show is basically there was a war that went, happened and somehow the earth got terraformed. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's now like a civilization where some of the alien races came together and there it's kind of like a, like a fallout style living scenario. Okay. Post-apocalyptic type yeah. deal, yeah. But there's a you know quite a bit of technology still around, and basically it's uh, two characters that come in and they had planned on just passing through, and somehow the main character became like the lawman, okay, without giving anything away. Hmm. And his 
daughter who really is just a, like a rescue alien child who she's grown up now. So okay. that's kind of cool. Hmm. Cool. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Any other geek outs? Negative. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Star Trek. Into yeah. Darkness. Star Trek into darkness. When is that? Is that next weekend? Uh, next Friday. When is this coming out? This is coming out. 16th. It's, yeah. 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 Something like that. Oh man. Yeah. I just even I forget what car commercial. There's even a car commercial now that's using the theme. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I just I just hear it and I get excited about it. <laughs> I don't think I've been excited this excited about a movie coming out in a long time. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. Really excited. Speaking about it. of uh Star Trek and car commercials, have you seen the Audi commercial with Leonard Nimoy and Zachary Quinto? No. It's called like Spock vs. Spock. No, that's it's awesome. Great. It is so good. I'll show it to you after. Is it as good as the Volkswagen commercial with the little kid as Darth Vader? Better. Really? It might be better. Oh my god! I Although love it's that it's it's on par at okay. least. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. No, All it's right. good. I'll I'll show it to you after. It's very cool. Yeah. So that's it. All right. Cool. Okay. I have a couple of things that I am geeking out over. Uh, the first of which is a new podcast I started listening to called "You Made It Weird," which is on the Nerdist Podcast Spectrum okay. <laughs> channel, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I listen to a lot of the Nerdist podcasts here and there. I listen to the Nerdist. I listen to the Indoor Kids. Uh, and now I listen to You Made It Weird. It is hosted by Pete Holmes, who I was somewhat familiar with before, but not terribly. I had seen some stuff of his, not even realizing who he was at the time. He's also been on the Indoor Kids here and there. He's been on their web show. Uh, and he he hosts it. And he's he's hilarious. He's really funny. I would love to have him on the show because he talks about uh, the the three main themes that they have in every episode is he'll talk about God. He talks about relationships and he talks about careers. So and he tries to purposely bring up things about people that might make a weird conversation normally to just kind of like have something interesting to say but he'll go on forever too and he he loves he's got a like really great personality very uh very gregarious laugh very funny guy and i think he actually has a talk show coming out that's going to be on after conan or something like that on tbs that's awesome um, which is really cool i would love to absolutely absolutely love to have him on the show i have way too much in common with him from all the stuff that he's talked about his own personality on the show except he was raised like super Catholic, went to like Catholic college and everything and married the first girl he had sex with and <laughs> all that stuff. And uh, he, aside from the super religious angle that he's kind of left behind in a way, even though it's still that programming catches up on you, I have a lot of similarities with him. But I also downloaded his, because I, I've become such a fan so fast and because I'm a geek and this is how we consume things and you just go, no, 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 more, more, more. I downloaded his first comedy album. I bought it on Amazon. It's called Impregnated with Wonder. <laughs> and the, the the cover is just him like, yeah, <laughs> like it's it's great. And it totally fits his personality. Uh, but I want to play a clip from the album so people can appreciate it as much as I have been. And uh, it's not the whole clip because I don't want to steal just an entire track from his album, but it's about three minutes and it's just friggin hysterical. So uh, check this out. I think there's a lot of jokes we should stop making now that we're all here I think we should talk about them for example when you're in a store you're trying to buy something and you get it to the cashier and they start trying to scan it trying to scan it doesn't scan won't scan they don't know how much it is ten times out of ten a knucklehead in that situation will go oh yeah must be free 
You'll know how much it is? I'll wager a guess. Free? Is it free? Give that to me for free. Shut up! That joke is over! The cashier hears that a thousand times a day! Stop it! It's not free. You're free. You're worthless. Be quiet. When I'm on the street and I see a limousine, always one person in my group of friends will go, Oh, my ride is here! Be quiet! You're a dick! No one likes you! I want to hit you in the head with a frozen ham, and ambulant is your ride. Or you're in a car at a party and a CD skips or an iPod malfunctions. Oh, the remix! Be quiet forever! I want to remix your life so you were never born. Can he, did he do that? Can he rid you from the earth with rhythms? It's 2010, I was in, uh, in uh, Williamsburg, supposed to be a cool area. I saw someone running as fast as they could, probably for medical attention. Someone ducked out of a deli, ding-a-ling-a-ling, just to go, Run, Forrest! <laughs> really? That movie happened like 15 years ago. Run, Forrest, run is over. Say anything else. Say, this is Sparta! <laughs> this is Sparta! It doesn't make any sense, but at least it happened this decade. <laughs> you don't believe me? Walk around the city with a bouquet of flowers. 50,000 people you don't know are going to come up to you and be like, Excuse me. <laughs> Are those for me? <laughs> Pardon me. Are those flowers for me? I know you don't know me. But imagine a reality. <laughs> Where those are for me. <laughs> they are for you. I'm going to murder you and put them on your ground. <laughs> I recently realized, though, I'm the asshole in each of these examples. It's me. I'm making fun of myself. I'm that guy. Because I was leaving a haunted mansion in October. That's when they're open. And on the way out, there was a security guard standing next to the, to the store, and the store had a sign that said, Bottled water, $7. And without missing a beat, I just go, Now that's scary. <laughs> It's me! I'm the dick! Then a limo pulled up, I go, my ride's here! <laughs> Shot myself in the balls. Uh, love it! Love it! I've listened to that track so many times, and every time, fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's a great album. Again, if people haven't heard that, uh, it's called Impregnated with Wonder. The comedian is Pete Holmes, and it is up on Amazon. I'll post a link on the show notes for this show. And check it out because it's friggin' funny as hell. And I want to see him live too because his all, all of his comedy is awesome. He's really funny. On the same vein, my next geek out is a comedian or the, whatever the hell they call lady comics now. <laughs> I think they just call them comics as well. I don't think there's a whole separation. They used to be comedian and comedian, which is lame. I hate that kind of feminist bullshit separation. Yeah. Just call them comics. Let's be, let's be like, why separate? That's more diversifying. <laughs> it's not like comedian. I didn't realize a comedian was gender specific. I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, there's no word man in comedian. Yeah. So I don't know, but there was the need to make the gender separation at some point for some reason. But anyway, I, I heard her on You Made It Weird. And I've heard her on other things here and there. And I'm pretty sure I'm in love with Eliza Schlesinger. Because do you know who that is? No. 
Oh my god! Not only is she funny, but she's probably the hottest comic I've ever seen. I actually I pulled up. Uh, not there. We go. Wow. Yeah, she's hot. She hosted a show. I forget on what channel it was called Excused, and I guess she won one of the seasons of Last Comic Standing, maybe like the fourth season. But she's very very funny, and uh, Mike Volpe knows this about me, and I talked about this in the past. She has something that certain girls have that makes me mental in a good way. <laughs> have you heard of, uh, or you? I don't know if most people use it, but I like to call it mousy mouth. <laughs> Insert cricket. <laughs> yeah, you're staring at me like I'm nuts. Uh, mousy mouth is a thing that some girls have where like their, their upper lip kind of curls upward to almost show a kind of buck tooth type mouth, but it's not buck tooth. And I don't know, there's something like super sexy about it. <laughs> and I don't know why. And she she has it a little bit. Okay. A little bit. Alrighty. I um, see that now. And she also does something else that I do. And I think when you see people who behave in a similar method to you, there is like a weird connection you have to them. Just because it feels like you and who loves you more than you? <laughs> I love me. So when other people do this, I love them too. Uh, you can see even in the picture, whenever she smiles, she likes to do like the half smile. Yeah. And she talks out of the side of her mouth like I do. Yep. But, and there are like, <laughs> obviously no one can see me doing this, but like <laughs> when, <laughs> when I went to get physical therapy for vertigo, cause I didn't know what was causing it or if I could like shift my balance and do like exercises to fix my balance and everything. The physical therapist asked me if I always talked out of the side of my mouth. Cause I did it. I do it so prominently. And when at certain times it gets like more prominent than others, like my left upper lip will curl. Mm -hmm. And that's how I talk a lot. Like I'll talk out of the left side of my mouth and she does it too. And there are certain people like, uh, what is it? Milo, Milo Ventimiglia, who was on heroes. He does it too. And I notice it in other people, Alicia Silverstone does it, but when girls do it, it's, it's attractive. And I don't, I think it's just because it's mirror me. <laughs> that's all there's no other reason than it's mirror me but uh she's she's really funny too obviously she's super hot but i have a clip in uh the videos here that's a cool combination though really attractive and funny yeah oh my god it's super attract uh, like but it's also intimidating i think for a lot of guys especially for people that are into comedy and i i love comedy to the point where i'm gonna be doing it soon so that's also a weird thing but here's a, a quick like maybe one minute clip of her at uh, the Laugh Factory. My girlfriends always want to have girls night. At what point did we stop wanting to hang out with guys when we're drunk and just hang out with other girls? What kind of weird lesbian mating ceremony is that? <laughs> and if you tell, if you bring up the idea of a girls night, you could even, you could barely know the girl. Girls love it. It spreads like wildfire. When I have a girls night, I'm like, a girls night. You can, it's like we communicate on a different level. <laughs> like it just, we said it was Girls, you don't, is it just a girl's night? Girl's night. Fuck yeah, girl's night. Do girl's night. Would you come over? Girl's night. Girl's night. Put blankets on the floor. Have cupcakes. Make brownies. Have cake. Watch TV. Us Weekly. Jennifer Aniston. Love Actually. Sip as a board. Let as a feather. Have a pillow fight. Margaritas. Make brownies. Hang out. Give massages. Do hair. Paint our nails. Girl, sounds great, Becky. Can't wait to be shit-faced on your couch at 2 a.m. with no one to make out with. You got Grey's Anatomy on DVD? Great. Pop it in. Let's let out. Where's your brother? <laughs> <laughs> It's 
make that happen? <laughs> Great, right? So yeah, love Eliza Schlesinger. <laughs> I'm getting more and more into the comedy thing now that I'm now that I'm like getting close to my actual doing it myself. I'm exploring. I've always been into stand up comedy, but I think whenever you start to get into something career wise or even just hobby wise, you kind of go full bore. Well, at least I do. Again, it's the geek mentality of nom, yeah. nom, 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 <laughs> consume everything. Yeah, it's like hyper focus on whatever it is. My next geek out is uh, something called Smart Video for YouTube, which is a Firefox plugin. It might be a plugin for other things as well. I like it because it optimizes YouTube, which is always a good thing. So like if you go to a YouTube page, it will auto load the video. Even if you don't start playing it, it'll just start loading the video. Oh, and, nice. and even though YouTube says it can allow you to change your playback settings, it seems to never remember ever what you set your settings as. So you can change them in this plugin so that you uh, when I go to play a video, it automatically takes the smaller version and makes it the, like the larger one, not full screen. It could be full screen, but I like just the larger window. So it automatically resizes and it automatically chooses the highest possible quality. Nice. And that's what I'm on YouTube. But then I can also set different settings for when I see a YouTube embedded video. So even like the, the way YouTube videos work now, if you pause them, they'll stop loading a lot of the time. You can have it continue to load, which is good, too. But when I see an embedded one that will also choose the highest possible quality and everything. And it's I've only been using it for like a week or two. And it's friggin great. That's weird that they would have it stop loading when you pause. Yeah, because usually that's the only reason why I'm pausing. Exactly. Because I don't want it to glitch. Exactly. Know? So I'll pause it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But for whatever reason, and it does continue to load a lot of the time, but sometimes it'll kind of freeze up because of whatever algorithm they're using to load their videos now. So I don't know exactly what's doing all that, but it annoys me. But again, that's a smart video for YouTube. I'll put a link to that on the show notes as well. Uh, check that out on thegeekgeneration.com. And the last thing I'm geeking out about is Saints Row the Third. And I wish Mike Volpe was here to talk about it too, because he's, I think he's like almost done the game. Or, or he completed the main story. He told me yesterday he was like 75% done. The funniest thing, like I called him yesterday and we talked for 45 minutes. I was like, why the hell did I not record this? <laughs> we could have had a whole episode yeah. right here. And I, it, like, I didn't realize we were going to be on the phone that long. And I didn't realize we we're going to get into that much geeky stuff. But uh, he hasn't been on the show for a couple weeks now because he's just been super busy. But we could have totally had a whole episode of just that. But I'm playing Saints Row the Third uh, in preparation for Saints Row 4, which we saw at PAX East, which looks so much fun. Loving Saints Row the Third more than I loved any GTA game. Same style, way over the top, super ridiculous, really funny, really good action. Uh, unfortunately for you, Mikey, it makes you obsolete as my navigation. What? I, oh, yeah, the GPS. There's an awesome GPS system in the game, and it's not GTA's. And I was talking to Volpe about this, too. It's not Grand Theft Auto's lame put an arrow over your head that like reorients for no damn reason and just spins like it can't find the magnetic center of the earth because it's a digital earth and there's no magnetic center, but that's beyond the point. But in Saints Row the third, you go into your map system, you choose location, it sets your GPS on the map. So you have that in the corner, but then it also on the street creates a GPS turn. So when you're coming up to a turn, like you would in a racing game where you would like right before you're about to take like a hard left or something, it'll have that arrow. So you can just follow the arrows. 
That's nice. That way you're not taking your eye really off the main part of the screen. Exactly, which was always the biggest annoyance for me in GTA is that I have to look at the map or something. But you you can still watch me yeah. play it. I'll be, I'll be back in another game. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming back, guys. Um, so it's been tons of fun. The one thing that's kind of weird, and this is kind of a whole a whole thing for just video games across the board, and this is not about Saints Row specifically, but I bought Volpe d- downloaded the digital version on Xbox. So he has just the game. I download or not downloaded. I bought the game on Amazon, the hard copy, and I bought the version that's called Saints Row the Third, the full package. <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended, but that's what it's called. Uh, and it includes over fifty dollars worth of DLC. Wow. So all the DLC, almost all the DLC that they've released for Saints Row the Third up to this point is on this disc. The game originally cost sixty dollars. It has $50 worth of DLC, so that's $110 worth of investment to get everything. I bought this game for $30. Sweet deal. Very good deal. But it concerns me with a way that the the game industry is moving with DLC, because what's the point of buying a game? I can see if you're like playing Call of Duty and you're really into the multiplayer aspect and you want to get on right away and play with everyone else, but it's getting to the point where... like. There's so much DLC for games, and they're so often releasing new versions. There's no benefit to getting the game when it comes out anymore. I'll agree. Because there's there's Ultimate Multi, uh, what is it? Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom three. Uh, we were talking last week about Dead or Alive five Ultimate Edition. That's kind of the same thing. There's all these Game of the Year editions for stuff now, where it includes all the DLC. There's Fallout New Vegas, which is like 20 bucks now with all the DLC, yet I paid $60 for the game. I have none of the DLC, and I haven't even played the goddamn thing. Uh, but there's all these versions of the games now that come with everything. If you wait, like, anywhere from, I don't know, seven, eight months to a year, you can end up buying a new version of the game that includes everything together, all the DLC, for a cheaper price most of the time. So what's the point now of buying games when they first come out anymore, except for multiplayer? So I don't know. It's <laughs> exactly you have no answer. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, I, I bought a game uh, a while. I think it was a year ago, maybe a year and a half. It was a uh, MX versus ATV yeah, live. Yeah. You know, they 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 were coming out with a new game every year, and the last one they came out with, they they even admitted they released it almost too early they yep. it wasn't even a full game yet yeah so you paid full price for they admitted was like a half a game yep and then you had to pay for all the downloadable content to to finish the game you're like well i already paid which is full, bullshit right yeah, I, I already paid full price and you admit you gave me a half a game right so either give it to me for free or never admit you didn't give me the full game so yeah. i don't know any well, better <laughs> it was obvious a, a yeah. half a game compared to the the game that came out the year previous yep well, yeah, it's, I don't know, DLC is becoming a crutch, Yeah, I think. It's nice when you can add things on and you can fix major issues that were flaws that couldn't have been discovered any other way. Like, there's some multiplayer issues sometimes that you just never anticipate because when it gets out in the real world, that any number of things can happen. But game companies are relying too heavily on the ability to expand and charging way too much money. For the expansions, if it's add on content, and we've talked about this with the the on disc DLC controversy that Capcom had, where all the DLC was on the actual freaking disc and all you were doing was buying a code to unlock the stuff that was already on the disc that you owned. 
Wow. That was the whole Street Fighter cross Tekken bull crap. Like, I don't know. So it's it's a weird situation. And I understand people want to like, I'll still probably get Batman Arkham Origins when it comes out on the day it comes out and I'll buy all the DLC as it comes out and I'll spend way too much money on the game. But that's Batman. There's like one game I do that for one franchise. Everything else, I'm kind of in the boat of I'm going to wait because I'm going to play so many more games for so much less money and be able to afford more games if I just wait a little while. Unlike Blu-ray, that's usually cheaper on the day you buy it, the day it releases, which is crazy. I don't know why that happens. Maybe they're trying to break records or something. I don't know. But the, uh, the games are always much cheaper down the road. So I think from now on, I'm waiting. Yeah, especially if you have games that you still haven't played yet. <laughs> hey, hey. No, I, mean, I think <laughs> no, that, you're right. You're right. I think that goes with everybody. I think. I mean, I don't think there's anybody out there that has played every game they own. Really? I think there's always a game that you have that you know you bought and you kind of put it on the back burner that you could just just go back to that game, play that one. And I thought I out. was the asshole. <laughs> no, no. I have I have games I haven't played yet. Yeah. Or at least not, I haven't played enough. You know? Well, are the uh, are <laughs> games you haven't played as big as Fallout New Vegas and Skyrim? <laughs> uh, well, I have, I have Battlefield 3. Yeah. You know, I started it and I'd like to get back to it. And I still haven't. Yeah. Well, at least you popped in the system once or twice. <laughs> yeah. I think it was once. I really think it was one time. I'm surprised I even had the strength to get the plastic off of Fallout <laughs> New Vegas. That thing's just staring me. I might just... I, you want to know what I might do? I might just give it away at some point, having never played it. We should play it tonight. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I'm in the middle of Saints Row the Third, and I'd rather play that. Like, Fallout <laughs> seems like such a chore. Yeah. I just... I don't care about it anymore. Well, it is a ton of time invested in playing that game. That's what I'm saying. And I could probably spend the same amount of time in Saints Row the Third, but I think I'll enjoy my time more in that game. Like every I've played plenty of games where I could have played Fallout and I'm just not playing Fallout because the next one I'm excited, more excited about keeps coming. I'm justifying my, yeah, you, well, <laughs> my $60 payment. What happened payment. is you, you missed your own window of opportunity. I did. You had to play it well, like the day you bought it. Yeah. That was the only time I was excited about it. Yeah. And now I think I'm not anymore. <laughs> Unless there's a DLC patch where I can put Batman in it. If I can put Batman in Fallout, I'm all about it. <laughs> Otherwise, I think it's dead to me. <laughs> it might be. Those are all my geek outs, though. So we're going to take a quick break. And we will be right back with our freak outs and then more show. Looking for a way to show your geek pride? We've got a great selection of t-shirts over at the Geek Generation store to help you out. Represent the Geek Generation with a G-Shield logo tee, become Lord of the Geeks, or Rock the Gamer shirt. All proceeds support the show and allow us to continue bringing you free content. Get your shirt now by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash store. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, You've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hey, this is Chris Hardwick, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. In case for some reason you forgot the thing you were listening to. Why would you do that? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to yell.
We are back. How you doing? Got something in my eye. Oh. <laughs> that was very specific. Yes. <laughs> uh, we have some freakouts to talk about, so let's do it. Oh, freakout! Mikey. As if there's anyone else here. Yep. <laughs> I would say my first freakout is that new Facebook phone commercial. Have you seen that one? No. Yeah. Is it the home thing that Anna was talking about before? Like something you can put onto your Android device and it's like a total skin that takes over everything? Yeah. It, but it's more the it's not the phone that bugs me, it's the commercial. Okay. And what it is is it's a woman who's on a tour of a museum. Yep. And it's it just drives me nuts because what happens like they show um a famous piece of art and it I can't think of it right now. And basically three friends, and then she looks up at the painting again, and mm-hmm. now the painting is over her friends. And it just bugs the hell out of me, because obviously you're at a museum for fun. Nobody's yep. forced to go to a museum. Right. Put your damn phone away. Yeah. Can you not survive for five minutes without having to check your phone? Nobody can survive anymore without their damn digital umbilical cord. Oh, you got to pull it out every now and Mommy, suckle, suckle, yeah. mama. mama. <laughs> and, and that's all the commercial is about. It's just about this girl not being able to put her damn phone away. Yeah. You know, common courtesy. Don't use your phone in a museum. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's plenty of places where it should be common courtesy, like yeah. watching Oblivion in the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that, that commercial just irks me every time I see it. Yeah. It's just encouraging bad behavior. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So that would be uh, the first freak out. Uh, number two would be, I swear to God, bad news, bad happenings. It always happens in three. I'm, yeah. I, I would love to see a study in my life. When bad <laughs> things happen, it's always in three. Are they in three or do we just notice them in three? Cause we're told they happen in three. I think so. But I actually kind of like it that way because I know at two, I got one left and <laughs> I'm done. As long as three's not a killer then. Uh, <laughs> so honestly, it's almost like a comforting thing for if me. If you live past three, you can kind of take a breather. Yeah. Yeah. Cause this happened to me last week. Okay. Started off the day. I'm at work. I'm in my work truck and I got hit by an old woman. Now, luckily, in a vehicle, I assume. In a vehicle. Okay, because yes. I was going to say, a woman in a walker. <laughs> that nope. can't be too impactful. Now, she didn't hit my truck. She hit my trailer, which was okay. fine. It didn't actually bother me that much. But it was honestly kind of funny because she admitted she was going to an eye appointment. Oh, my like, God. Well, you probably shouldn't be driving anymore. <laughs> and uh, I, had to, I had to get her license, and she was born in 1931. Whoa. Yeah, so that would make her 82 years old. Yikes, still driving. Well, you can call it that if you want. <laughs> On it, and the sad part is she honestly didn't even know the accident happened. Yeah. She she just stopped because I stopped. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that was bad. Did I hit you, boy? Yeah. So next, this would be a couple hours later. I'm in my work truck driving to another job, and I get a flat tire. Oh, of course. Okay. So get that fixed, go back to the shop. Jokingly in the office, I said, I should just go home now before anything else happens. (laughs) Never tempt fate. So, of course, I don't go straight home. Right. And I decide I'm going to make a stop. And on my way to this next stop, I get pushed off the road by another old woman. Oh, my God. Yeah. This one was smoking. (laughs) Hey, what are you doing in my lane? So obviously the road rage on my half at this point is pretty high oh, I'm because sure. I'm having such a bad day. So yeah. I just 
lay on the horn. Yep. Just, I just put my hand down and just kept it there. She didn't even look over. I honestly don't even think she heard it at this point. So I, I honestly think there needs to be a law started that says at the age of 70, yep. you need to go in for another driver's exam. Yeah. Well, they're supposed to go in, I think, for hearing and eye tests. Oh, no. I'm talking full out. You like permit style. Oh, you wow. You get in the car yep. and you're watched. I think that should happen at 70 and it should happen every five years after that. Hey, if the government really needs more money out of us, then yeah. let's well, do mean, it every, in a way that's going to protect people. Everybody's complaining about the the youth and how bad of drivers they are and how yep. they jack up the prices of insurance and all that. Yeah. Look on the other end. Yeah. <laughs> they're just as bad, if not worse, because they don't know what's going on right. anymore. You know, they're practically delusional. Did something hit me? <laughs> I can't hear anything over the sound of my own decrepit lungs. Yeah, and... <laughs> Honestly, half of them, you think they just don't give a shit because they're so old. They're like, um, I live long enough. (laughs) (laughs) What are you pushing me for, Sonny? I'm in no rush, even though I got less time left than you. That's exactly it. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you not moving faster? So that would probably be the end of my freakouts. Yeah. I should probably try to stop doing impressions through all of your freakouts. <laughs> That's fine. I think it just added to the story. All right. More dimensions. <laughs> or I'm just delusional. One of the two. I have two freakouts. The first of which, I don't know how I didn't hear about this sooner. I had talked about Alphas so many times and how much I love it and how great a show it is and how season two really amped it up and it was getting awesome. And it's fucking canceled. <laughs> what the hell? It got canceled back in January. How did I not hear about this? It's insane. And now I'm hearing rumors that uh, there might not be another season of Warehouse 13. The highest rated original show in the history of sci-fi might not get renewed. They're doing like a half a season right now through the summer. Or not through the summer, but that just started recently. That they're kind of tacking on to the end of season four and calling it season 4.5. But I don't know if there's going to be a season five after that. There's like a whole campaign launching. I'm like, I didn't even know it was in danger. But I don't know why Alphas got canceled. Alphas was friggin' great. It was another show that, and two seasons, and again, ended on a huge cliffhanger. And I don't want to say exactly what that cliffhanger was because if people go watch the show, it's worth watching because it's a good show. But it, oh, that is not a good place to end it horrible horrible place to end it and i really wish they could at least i mean it is sci-fi maybe they can do a tv movie quote unquote and wrap it up i don't imagine they will but yeah they did with uh firefly and serenity true but firefly had a huge cult following i don't know if alphas is really in the same boat so i'm very 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 upset about that I haven't really followed Warehouse 13, but to me, that's like one of those shows that possibly could be endless. It could be. You know, to me, it's kind of like Doctor Who. Yeah. You just keep going at it. Oh, it absolutely could be endless. Yeah. Yeah. But they, uh, I don't know if the ratings are there. Maybe that's the issue. I'm just not sure what the problem is. Last season, I'll admit, was not stellar. It was probably their worst season so far. But that doesn't mean, there's still a ton of shows on TV that are far worse. (laughs) And Warehouse 13 has been good up to this point to where they had three really great seasons. And season 4.5 so far is pretty good, too. So it's kind of picking back up. I don't want to see it go, though. I'll be bummed. 
But then I guess I'll have room for some other shows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually really digging Elementary. I don't know if you've been watching that at no, all. No, I haven't. I should have thrown it into my geek house just because I'm enjoying it more and more. And people tell me I should be watching Sherlock on BBC. And there are people that are down on Elementary because it's kind of the same idea. It's a modern take on Sherlock Holmes. And they're like, oh, Watson's a woman and it's Lucy Liu. And I don't know. I, I love it. It's a great show. Yeah. I uh, think it's really well made. To me, that wouldn't make a difference if no. it's man or woman. No. And then my other freak out, speaking of women, because I've been doing that a lot this episode for some reason. Because it's hot. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> so we're talking about hotness. Uh, the hottest women in America, Gwyneth Paltrow and Miley Cyrus. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think, I don't even remember what magazine was what that did. It was a people that said Gwyneth Paltrow is the most beautiful person or the most beautiful person in the world. And then... Miley Cyrus, I think Maxim was saying that she was the top of the Maxim 100 for this year. You're both wrong. Yeah. So wrong. This is the worst Miley Cyrus has ever looked, for one. <laughs> for one. Gwyneth Paltrow's hot, yeah, but we just looked at that picture last week of Megan Fox's April O'Neil. Come on. Super hot. Right? Yep. I mean, Eliza Schlesinger, hotter than both of them. Yep. I'm throwing it out there. Hotter than both of them. <laughs> uh, but don't worry, my friends, because I will remedy the situation as I have in the past. The last time I was pissed off about who was named the hottest whatever in the country, I came up with my list of the top 10 hottest girls in Hollywood, and I will do it again. <laughs> I'm not. I've already started compiling the list. That sounds good. And I will do it at some point <laughs> when I'm done with it. But I, I think the last one I did was a couple of years ago. And then I meant to do it like as a yearly thing. And it just kept slipping my mind. It was just one of those things that there were other things happening that seemed a bit more important. <laughs> but know. but I'm getting back to what's really important. And <laughs> Ten this hot year, chicks is pretty important. Damn right it is. And this year I'm getting back to it and I will do it. And I'm sure Mike Volpe will come up with a list of his own. And maybe Mikey Arsenal will come up with a list of his own. And maybe we'll have a whole crazy thing about it and we'll see what's going to happen down. but i think it only works if we post pictures yeah because <laughs> <laughs> that's way too much work for somebody else well, to yeah, go online and look it absolutely up well i always post an article like the day after we do the show because right. i don't want to give away the list early the people that listen get first priority so they get to hear all right and then i'll release it like later on in the same day or something okay yeah plus the specific photo that you're thinking of yep makes a huge difference oh it absolutely does you know i'm very meticulous about and i have no problem spending time <laughs> finding the right photo yeah that's research that is re i am doing my job that's right yes and yeah we'll do that at some point and anna can do it too <laughs> but she has to choose women and i'm sure she could <laughs> yeah yeah she's a an artist she can appreciate female beauty i know she can yeah. so that'll be a fun time so we'll do that at some point uh, aside from that, I have no other freakouts. So let's hop into the listener mailbag. That sounds dirty. Mailbag. Oh my God! You've got mail. Always you does. Bastard! Oh, I cut him off with the you bastard. I'm horrible. <laughs> Terrible me. Anyway, uh, listener mailbag. First thing, we have a voicemail. We haven't had a voicemail in forever's in a day. But I'm going to play it anyway. Hey, everybody. This is uh, Chris. Did you guys miss me? Did you guys miss my voice? No? All right. Well, anyways, just wanted to call and uh, say that I've been really enjoying the shows lately, the variety of hosts. And uh, 
just keep it up. All right, have a good show. Bye. There's the super fan for you, Chris Tong. I appreciate the call. I appreciate the uh, the little butt kisses. <laughs> they keep me going. I need motivation every now and then. And I've been trying to get him. I know we're not doing the obscure movie reviews anymore, but I've been trying to get him to do like a 90-second rant segment. But he says he has nothing to talk about. I know he does. I know you're listening, Chris. <laughs> I know you have things you want to talk about. It doesn't matter what it is. Just 90 seconds. Go crazy. Have fun. Everyone wants to hear from you. I'm sure they do. The other one comes in from Tony in Japan. Tony's written in before. Tony says, hey, guys, been a while, but I'm still here listening every week in Japan. I'm going to say that every time. I was surprised to find out that Iron Man 3 came out a week earlier here in Japan than in the U.S. It usually happens the other way around. That's true. It does. Take the Avengers, for example, which came out here in August. I actually ended up seeing it when I was in the States last July, though. Anyway, I saw it yesterday, which for him was April 28th, I guess. <laughs> I'm a little late on getting to listener feedback. And I enjoyed Iron Man 3 very much. Plenty of action, laughs, and I was very satisfied with the post-credit scene, too. I'll let you guys talk more in depth about it, though. And we did. <laughs> last week, we talked at the end of the summer movie preview. There's a spoiler room edition of Iron Man 3. So check that out there. Uh, I would like to say that despite the fact that there were many, many very funny scenes and the fact that my fellow Western friend and I were laughing out loud during said scenes, the Japanese people were quite silent. I've run across this phenomenon in the past more than once, but perhaps the most notable, uh, noticeable case was when I went to see Django Unchained here with three other Westerners. We were rather loud while our fellow Japanese moviegoers, not so much. I know there's several reasons for this. One being that comedy is extremely difficult to translate, and another being that some of the humor in Django was very much dependent on knowledge of American history and culture. Here's an exception to this, though. Ted, which I expected to be a total bomb here because of all the very specific American culture-related references, turned out to be a hit and is still in some theaters even now, I believe. That's crazy. Just goes to show that cute bears and slapstick comedy are a universal language, especially here in Japan. <laughs> I almost was going to forget about doing that by the end, but I didn't. Anyway, thanks for the show every week, guys. Keep up the good work. Thank you for the email, Tony. I love when we get uh, stuff from friggin' around the globe. That's phenomenal. That's incredible. Yeah, I appreciate that so much. So in two different ask kissy ways, I appreciate <laughs> both of those emails. Uh, that's all we have, though, for the listener mailbag. But I do have something else. And we did this uh, fairly recently, so you guys might recognize the intro, but we got some web finds. Johnny bit me. Had your kids, had your wife. Double rainbow all the way. Is this real life? Johnny, that really hurts. <laughs> so you can run and tell that. <laughs> you love the uh oh god i i love that music video the tell that dude yeah yeah the baby always gets me in that intro but i notice you laughing on every time that antoine <laughs> antoine dodds is that yeah. his name yeah yep. was there yeah that was that was fun uh little audio clip to put together anyway uh i don't know if you've seen this you're a star trek watcher yep uh the video of Riker. Riker? Yeah. 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 It blew my mind watching Did that video. Did you watch that? Yeah. That was friggin' great. And I have the video just in case. Oh, yeah. I have it in case you didn't see it, but <laughs> it 
dude like hurdles the chair like a champ. Actually, the one where he gets up and does it backwards. Like, yes. Blows my mind. Yeah. And I know he's tall and everything, but how, like, how did no one know? Like, I'm sure there are some people that noticed it. Obviously, someone put this video together. But I don't know how I never noticed it before. Yep. First words out of your mouth. Like it's so nonchalant. <laughs> like that's that's it. That's his style. He's never sat down in a chair another way. He was in kindergarten, friggin' straddling chairs like this as a toddler. <laughs> I guarantee it. He was like he was doing it like double style though, putting his hands on the back of the chair and just kind of doing the, like a frog leap. Yep. Like this split, is so split smooth, jump. Though. Oh, it is. And it's funny too because when you can't when you can't see his legs entirely, and you just see him like do the up and down motion, you know exactly what's going on. And you can fill in the blank. So great. I love that video. It's such an easy, simple thing, but I thought it was very creative. And it it is has a little. It has exploded. Yeah. All over the internet and got its gooey center. Just I, I don't know why I said I gooey center. That's weird. Like, what what is this about? You know, and then what it, was it mine or just a post? No, yeah, your post. I'm like, oh, okay. what, what is this all about? And I, I watch it and it, it uh, my jaw dropped. And you can't unsee it. No, I will see it every time he goes to sit down. <laughs> yeah, now I'm gonna watch for it. Yeah, every time, and I will love it. So if you haven't seen the Riker sits down video, head over to thegeekgeneration.com. There is a an article up there. I think I what did I call it? Riker hurdles chairs for a living. For a living, yeah. yeah. Uh, go check that out, and it's a great video. <laughs> and again, you can't unsee it. it. There's nothing bad about it. It's just it's just funny. Yeah. He has the best style of getting a chair. Uh, so we go right from one segment to another. Mikey Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> you feel so on the spot. <laughs> Would you rather? You've never played this game with us before. I have not. So I'm sure you're very excited to play. I'm so I have something. <laughs> I have three different scenarios. And we're going to see which you would prefer in each scenario. But that's not what the game's called. It's what would you rather, not which would you prefer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So would you rather? Uh, the first situation here. Would you rather watch the three Star Wars prequels or watch Magic Mike? I see the wheel spinning. Prequels. <laughs> <laughs> it took some hesitation, though. Yeah. There was some thought. I mean, they're not great. And it's three movies. Yeah. But I am Mikey, you know, Magic Mike. It could be my story. It could be, but it's not. But it's, it's definitely it's not. It's stripping guys, <laughs> yeah. although Olivia Munn's boobs are in it. That's nice. Briefly. Yep. It is nice. The full Monty wasn't really that bad either. No? Really? Yeah. Oh, well, then. Are you sure? Are you sticking with your answer? I'm, I'll stick with that. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like well, it was a one shot deal for me. <laughs> yeah, didn't really go back to him. No, no. I was very tempted to buy the Star Wars uh, original trilogy on Blu-ray because it was on sale for like thirty bucks. Yeah, a week or two ago, and then I was like, I don't want to support this new version. No, I don't either. I want the original original trilogy on Blu-ray, not the fifth iteration of the original trilogy that's not really original anymore yeah. yeah but i'd probably still watch the three star wars prequels anyway yeah i can deal with jar jar yeah and i can just like pull up olivia munn's boobs on the internet anytime <laughs> i want so, <laughs> that's the other part yeah. yeah you can just pull that one scene <laughs> yeah out. that's really all that matters uh second scenario would you rather have the ability to teleport or 
have the ability to fly. Teleport. Why? Because with teleporting, I can get into places that I can't fly to. Okay. What about the dangers of teleporting? Yeah. Because I don't know if that's going to do you a whole lot of good. Sometimes if you can't see where you're going. I could teleport into something. Uh-huh. Yeah. That could suck. And what about the just just the physical like thought of it? Like your body is being ripped into molecules or atoms or whatever the crap happens when you teleport. Although it depends. I'm okay with it. Okay. <laughs> don't rip me up. <laughs> I just love the thought of just being like, bam, I'm somewhere else. Right. Yep. It also depends on what kind of teleporting it is, too. Because Nightcrawler rips open a portal to another dimension, temporarily goes to that other dimension, and then comes out somewhere else. Yep. So there's different kinds. But did you know, I don't know if you know this about Nightcrawler. Do you know he also pulls in a horrible smelling sulfuric type of smell gas when he teleports. I believe it because he always leaves those poof clouds of, yeah. like purplish black. And it's because he's actually pulling gas. That That's the atmosphere of the dimension that he's traveling mm. through to teleport. He pulls a little bit of that gas back with him and it smells like brimstone. Well, I'm gassy, so <laughs> that fits me well. <laughs> so you'd be like, I'm going to teleport. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't brimstone, baby. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's good. Yeah, that was an easy one for me. Yeah, really? definitely wow. teleport. Yeah, I don't know what I would prefer. I feel like I could travel faster with teleporting, but there's something unsettling about it. And I would always want to be able to see where I'm teleporting to. Yep. But again, you have just like a slight miscalculation sometimes. Like, like what if you teleport in a place where there's a bug? <laughs> like, does that bug become part of you now? There's just so many weird scientific factors that I'd almost yeah, rather a lot fly. Of yeah. yeah. But then you just get bugs in the teeth when you fly. So, <laughs> But yeah, at least you can scrape them off later. All right, then. Last scenario. Would you rather... I, I have to hype it up like that. Okay. It's important. <laughs> get grazed by a lightsaber. And grazed, not like cut, lose a limb or anything like that. Not even a deep cut. Like burn. Or take a phaser blast to the junk. <laughs> it's on stun <laughs> it is on stun it's a tough one yeah it is I'm sure it matters where you get grazed by the lightsaber yeah. that's part of it obviously if I said the junk then this is an easy oh, yeah. choice but we could even say like the arm the shoulder the forearm that's kind of what I'm imagining you know, getting grazed down the arm or something it's a burn like but it is not going away that's a yeah, that's, that's a hardcore scar but again getting phasered to the junk that leaves a lot of unknown questions too it does but it's also temporary pain yeah but what happens to the soldiers <laughs> <laughs> those soldiers be might be dead but they'll you'll get you'll get new ones you might just kill that battalion <laughs> then, there will be reinforcements then i would probably have to say actually taking the phaser to the junk yeah because i think that's a funny ass story later <laughs> on that's really amusing <laughs> i agree i would rather do the same yep yep hit me in the gym <laughs> <laughs> uh, isn't that uh isn't that almost like a scene out of um uh space balls oh it's gotta be yeah. Probably. I probably <laughs> saw it in there. I'm sure. Well yeah. played game. Well played. Thank you. Okay. That's it for our show this week. We finished on a high note or a <laughs> low note or down. I don't even yeah. know what you would refer to that low, as. We finished on a low blow. Yeah. There you go. Hey. <laughs> 
Final thought is something you want to plug. No, not this time. All right, because you do all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm just full of fun facts and good plugs. You should just come in with a Snapple cap every time. Yeah, there you go. And just read the underside of it. Or a fortune cookie yeah. or something. Here's your Mikey fact for the week. <laughs> uh, head over to thegeekgeneration.com to check out everything we post over there. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We really appreciate that. Please like us at Facebook.com slash The Geek Generation because I have no self-esteem and I need people to like me. Follow us at The Geek Generation. No, not at The Geek Generation. Follow us at Geek Generation on Twitter and Pinterest. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at The Night Angel. You can send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. That's it for this week. Thank you guys for listening so much. And we will see you later. Make it so.